The Tie and Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com. Three, two, one. Every human came to earth with a gift. And they must discover that gift and refine that gift for them to be fulfilled. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame. Yo, hey man, how you work this radio? You're not listening to the Ty and Hoodie Show. Keep it locked. Owning a home and paying it off is one of the data points of an everyday millionaire. Home sales across the U.S. are on the rise as buyers take advantage of record low mortgage rates. Good morning, morning, morning. Now let's get back to the Ty and Hoodie Show. <laughs> Good morning, good morning. It's the Tyler Hoodie Show right here on the world-famous 93.5 K-Day, Los Angeles. It's always a pleasure to be here with you guys each and every Sunday. We get to present this information, talk to special guests. I'm your host, Trevon Smith, also known as Trey, and here's my guy, my main man, Mr. Andrew or Jesse Coba. How you doing today, Andrew? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. We're almost ready to get back into the studio together. Yep. You know, vaccines are going around. COVID is kind of like, you know... Yeah, so, yeah, but, you know, what what you know. dealing with it, you know, what dealing with it, you know, what trying, but I can't wait to touch you again, I guess. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I got, yeah, definitely, definitely things are opening up and it's always good for the, you know, for the just for just for the human human being process to you know get back around each other and uh we get back to business as we yeah. should have already been doing. Um today's guest, I'm excited about. Uh, it's very, uh, we, we, we get to bring a lot of information to our K-Day listeners that I think that's very important. So hopefully they're paying attention because I feel fortunate to pick the brains of all these, you know, guests and, and uh, what they're working on and, and what they have going on. And the, and the best part of the show is I, I love to hear their testimonies of, of how they became who they are currently are. Uh, but this, uh, today's guest, he's an expert at helping families and entrepreneurs achieve their goals. Um, I, I, I believe he's still in Corona cause I'm in Corona. So, there you go. so I, I know a little bit about him. Uh, he's mm-hmm. a best-selling author of stress-free money. We're definitely going to talk about, I can't wait to talk about that. Um, Pacific capital, uh, uh, founder. He has the hoodie on, uh, definitely like that. He, he definitely, uh, is rocking with the hoodie show today. And, uh, he has, pod- yeah. he has his own podcast. So, I know he, he he can handle his own. And uh, Mr. Chad Willison, how are you today? Hey, appreciate you having me on. And actually, believe it or not, 93.5 K-Day is the first station on my favorites in my car. So we appreciate oh, wow. it. I, wow. love the, I love the old school hip hop. See, I appreciate it. I, I knew <laughs> I, I was checking you out. I, I can read some things about you. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, so this this is another side of you that I know because we were connected on LinkedIn and I'm always seeing you on your on your suit and looking all professional. Now you're relaxed in the hoodie, so we appreciate that. You know, thank you so much for representing. Absolutely, got to be comfortable now. And I was uh, speaking of LA. I was in the my I took my son last night to the Lakers game, first game we've been able to go to in okay. person since March of 2020 so it is good to see things opening back up again definitely good to see the lake show get a win but before we get to the show i want i see you went to byu i did second 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 pick of the draft right i know That's i know i met my, my boys and i we've actually played catch with zach wilson okay in the oh, wow. stadium. 
so I met him and I was really happy for him, excited for him. So I, I, I had to bring that up. I had to yeah. bring that up. So it's a big deal. It's definitely a pleasure. Um, if you, you could just talk a little bit about yourself, uh, uh, Chad, uh, of how you became who you've become. Because like I said, I'm a fan of testimonies. And, yeah. and we always get shocked by some testimonies. And some we be like, oh, we didn't know that about him or whatnot. Yeah. So if you could just talk us a little bit of how, you, how the direction that you're at now, how did you get there? So I, I grew up um, in Southern California as the oldest of four kids. Uh-huh. Um, we weren't, my family was not broke, but we were not rich by any means. We were, my, my dad was very frugal. Uh, my mom stayed home with us. I, I didn't know much about money as a kid. I just knew that like, we had to be pretty careful with, you know, with everything. It was like, it, it, if you left the room and you left the light on, dad was not happy. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So uh-huh. it was like, if we went out to eat and got a hamburger, it was a really big deal growing up. Um, so we were pretty you know, we had enough to pay the bills, but we were pretty, pretty tight on the budget. Mm-hmm. And just as I got into college, I got a little more interested in finance. I got interested in investing. I didn't know much about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I studied economics in college and I, I was fascinated by how the investment markets work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I learned more and more about what it means to actually have a little bit of financial freedom. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would talk to mentors and people who would, who would seem to be doing really well. And I would, I would get their advice. And I said, you know what, this is an industry that I really could see myself working in and learning a lot about It's something I wanted to learn about. And so I started at Merrill Lynch. Um, I, I was a trainee, you know, I was married with a kid and, and barely paying the bills, but I was like, you know, I'm going to hustle. I'm going to learn everything that I can. And even if I'm not, you know, if I don't make it in this career, I'm going to learn a lot about personal finance and being smart with money that will help me in my future. Fortunately, I, I've been able to do pretty well. And I've been doing this now for um, 19 years. Okay. And this is all I've done. So I started my business in 2011 mm-hmm. called Pacific Capital. And Pacific Capital, we, we basically help families and entrepreneurs make smart decisions with money. That's, that's, our, that's our goal. Sure. And we are a fiduciary. And so how did I get here? Um, you know, looking back, just a lot of hustle, a lot of grinding, a lot of, uh, a lot of late nights and weekends, studying, learning, working, mm-hmm. and trying to build a business until I could have a little bit more freedom and flexibility. And that's where we're at right now. Well, I mean, I, 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 I thank you so much for your intro. I mean, there are two things. There are two things that jump at me real quick that I want to really jump into. You, you mentioned the word hustle and grinding. Yeah. Well, millions of people do that every day, but they still end up with nothing. Sure. They still end up with no money. Uh, how, how did you, what kind of, I mean, how did you identify the kind of hustle you should be hustling or what's hustle and grinding to you? So for me, for me, hustle and grinding isn't just like the number of hours that you work. It's also involves some sacrifice. And I think that's what separates people who are working hard and, and are on a track for success versus people who are working hard, but they're just on that hamster wheel and they're not getting off. Um, I, I don't care how much you make, you can save and invest something. Like start small, you can do something. So 
investing is really just delayed consumption. It's just postponing your spending. You know, there's that, that, uh, that experiment way back in the day, I've seen a video on it where they have the little kids and they give them, they put the marshmallow out. And if you Google marshmallow experiment, you can read about it, but they said, Hey, you can eat this marshmallow right now. Or if you wait, I don't know, let's say five minutes, we're going to come back and give you more marshmallows and you're going to have more, but you have to wait. You can't touch it. You can't eat it. And then they leave the room and they kind of observe and they have a camera on the, on the kid. And they said that that just waiting to get more marshmallows, it's a really good experimental test to see, can you delay something that you want in order to get more later? And so I think that when I say hustle and grind, yes, I was working hard. I was given everything. I was giving up a lot of fun stuff that my friends were doing on the outside, but also financially, I was, I was grinding to say, I'm going to save, even if I can only save $50 a month, I'm going to save something because I'm, I'm investing in, in my future. I'm planting the seeds to grow the trees so that someday I'm going to have a lot of shade and a lot of fruit under those trees. It's real easy to say, I'm working hard, but I'm going to spend every single dollar I get. And so then I get a raise or I get a bonus or I get some money that I didn't expect. And then I just spend it all. I'm not getting ahead. And so I think that's the difference is you've got to be planting seeds today to grow the trees in the future, or the trees are not going to grow themselves. And I know a lot of people might not even understand it. I'm going to be honest. I recently understand that. Mr. Willerson, I recently understand that, you know, working with Andrew and that's what we tried to, you know, relay this message out to the K-Day listeners, all our YouTube viewers. Uh, it's a mentality to where you don't win every day. I, no. I, I just want you to talk a little bit about the mentality. Like, I know you've had some, not your physical losses. I know you've had some, some losses where you are like, Hey, I don't know if this is going to work out or, Hey, maybe sure. I should get a nine to five, or I'm not sure if that was even your, uh, the way you, your thought process. Could you just talk about a little bit about your down days and, and what did you take to, to get over it, to get, you know, to, to know that there was a bigger vision for the harvest? Yes. So I've had so many failures. We don't have time to even talk oh, about okay. it. I've had so many failures and rejections. And, you know, I've seen that meme where you see like, you see the little, the little iceberg and it's like, you see the success of the business owner who's really doing well. And you're like, wow, that's, that's all you see. But underneath the water, you don't see the rest of that iceberg. You don't see all the rejections, mm -hmm. the failures, the struggles, you know, the uncertainty. I've been through that. I, I've, you know, I used to, I would come home at night to my apartment and I'd be licking the envelopes of, of these invitations that I made to come to like a lunch meeting where I would tell people how, why they should hire me. Right. And I'm licking envelopes and stuffing envelopes and putting stamps on them literally till one in the morning, every single night. And then I'd spend all that money to buy the stamps and the envelopes and make the invitations and I'd send them out. I would do cold calls, trying to get people to come to my lunch seminar, spend basically two months in preparation. And I'd show up to the lunch seminar and there were times when not one person showed up wow. or one person showed up. And I think one person showing up was actually worse because then I felt real embarrassed. Okay. I felt like a failure. I'm like, I don't know where everyone is, you know, and, and I just wanted to like go home and hide. And I, there were times where I was like, what am I doing? Like, I should just, I should not be in this business. I shouldn't be in sales because clearly it's not working. Yeah. But something inside me just said like, 
you have to keep fighting and pushing through all these failures and rejections to get to the breakthrough moments. And that's where I believe, like, if it's something you really love to do and you believe you're good at it and you're excited about it, then don't give up on it. You know, keep going, keep, keep pushing, keep fighting. It might take years. For me, it was years before I started to see a little bit of success. But uh, I just, I did not give up. I wanted to, I wanted to really push it through at least five years before I could say, all right, this isn't going to work out. And so all those failures, like every successful person you see has a huge list of failures, rejections, doubts, uncertainties. That's part of, that's part of taking the risk and betting on yourself, you know, and investing in your future for sure. I like that. I like that. Yeah. We, we, you, you talked about investing in your future. I mean, you know, I've been in this country now for about 23 years. I mean, I remember clearly when I came here the first day from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, I saw roads that had no potholes. And I'm like, wow, I'm in heaven. And I blinked and it's 23 years later, yep. you know. And you talked about delayed gratification. I think a lot of our listeners don't understand what that means. Because people are trying to live paycheck to paycheck. And you are claiming that you should be able to at least save something, even if it's a dollar a day. Yeah. How, how can you encourage somebody who has three jobs trying to live paycheck to paycheck to really invest for the future? Because for me now, now that I'm here now, I looked at the investment that I made just only five years ago. And I'm like, wow, I'm sure glad that I started doing this. And I want to do more now. But for somebody who's just, they have... $2 in the bank. Right. And they're waiting for the next paycheck so their lights don't get turned off. What kind of encouragement, what kind of word are you going to give that person who's listening right now? The, the two ways to invest for the future. Number one, invest in yourself and your education. Okay. We've never lived in a time with more resources and education online. That's free. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like literally, uh, I was talking to, I have five kids. Okay. So I'm a busy guy. I got five okay. kids. I'm with my son driving to the Lakers game last night and we're talking about um, ideas to raise for him to earn some more money. And I said, let's go online and let's Google while I was driving. I said, go online on my phone and look up um, different businesses, ideas for teenagers. Okay. He's 14 years old and he finds one and he kind of likes art and, and, you know, he's an athlete, but he likes art. And I said, we found one that said like the spray painting of the, uh, of the addresses on the curves. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I, I said, just look it up, say how to start a business that could spray paint on curves for kids. Right. And so he looked it up and, it's, and he said, Oh, you can buy the stencil for this much and you can buy the paint for this much. And if people want to have a, like an emblem, you can charge 15 or $20 is pretty standard. And he starts getting all these ideas and literally, it, it was on the one-hour drive to the Staples Center, and he was able to look at and basically learn from someone who's already done it. Yeah. And so, if we just, if we're just watching Netflix or just we're just watching TV or, or listening to music all the time, and we're not investing in getting ourselves better, then it's going to be harder to create more financial opportunities. So you can only produce what's in, from what's inside. And I believe that what's inside can improve and grow every single day. So if we're spending a little bit of time learning every single day and growing, then we have more to basically pull from. 
Okay, so we're making deposits into ourselves, into our education. And I'm not talking about college per se. I'm just saying go online and learn stuff, something you're passionate about, right? Mm-hmm. Invest in yourself and your education. And then financially, there's only two ways to get more financial freedom. You either have to figure out a way to earn more money or figure out a way to spend less money it, or, or both, right? So yeah. to somebody who's barely making it, I, I seriously believe that anyone can lift themselves above from where they are. And I really believe that we have so much opportunity in this country and you've got the resources for free online to learn almost anything. So you've got to step out of your, your current habits. If you want to, you know, if you want to get somewhere you've never been, you got to do something you've never done. So you can't keep doing the same things and expect growth. And so listening to this podcast, for example, if people are listening to this podcast and they're learning from new people every single week on the radio show, you're going to have some ideas. You're going to be able to write some goals down. You're going to do some research. You're going to figure out, you know what, how can I better my future so I can break the chain of whatever habits or patterns are in my family, you know, my family chain. Hey, a lot of people might not understand what you just dropped right now, but I I get it. Um, But I've been fortunate enough to, when you say change your habits, I also believe it's called changing your mentality. So you have to change your mentality. You have to become a go-getter. I watch I watch YouTube videos all week of just trying to, uh, I believe in, in order to keep those brain cells working, you have to keep learning. If you keep yeah. doing the same thing, your brain cells die. It's kind of like not working out. Absolutely. Take, the, take the stairs instead of the, uh, 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 the elevator sometimes. But with all, uh, with all respect, I want to make sure we give out your information. We still got time and I want to talk about the book, but I want to make sure uh, give out your information for those that are just listening and not uh, looking at the video where sure. can they reach you at or website? Yeah. So, so once again, my name is Chad Willardson and the website is pacificcapital.com. That's the easiest place to reach me. I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, I'm active. I post there daily and I engage in the comments. I think we have 31,000 followers now. Um, I will say this. I love, like I listened to some of your episodes and I heard Les Brown at the beginning and I heard some other people and I love listening to Les Brown and those kinds of people. Like, getting inspiration and wisdom from people who are just like you said, go-getters. Yeah. It really can push anyone to a higher level. And and I really believe in education for sure. I I think it's definitely important also to have it, to listen to motivational speakers because like episodes like this, like I tell Andrew, I wouldn't do this if I wasn't a fan of our show and what we do, but enough about us, the time hoodie show right here. I want to talk about that. One of the best selling books, stress-free money. Todd, let's talk about how did you come up with it um, and, and why? Yeah. For, for those watching on video, I'll show it right here. But this is the book, Stress-Free Money. It came out in uh, September 29th, 2020. And we hit some, uh, some great bestseller lists in the finance and, and wealth management categories. This book, so the subtitle is Overcome These Seven Obstacles to Find Financial Freedom. Mm-hmm. And I didn't write this book. I want to make it clear. This book is not for rich people. This book is for anyone who is looking for a better financial life. That's who it's for. So I have college kids who are, who are leaving Amazon reviews and they've read it and you know, they're 20 years old, but they're like, I got something out of this. The, the goal was to put in the seven most common obstacles to financial freedom and how to overcome those, you know, and, and 
back to our previous topic, chapter number one is obstacle number one, and it says no clear goals. And the quote I start the chapter with says, you can't hit a target you cannot see, and you cannot see a target you do not have. Mm. And, and so when it comes to, you know, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, how do I break out of this cycle? It starts with having clear goals. Mm. Uh, I've often used the analogy, if, you don't, if, you, if you're going on vacation and you don't know where you're going on vacation or when or what you're going to do or for how long, how do you know what to pack? You have no idea. So you can't really start making progress in your financial life until you actually have a clear destination in mind. So whether that's, I'm going to get out of, I'm going to get out, get out of debt. I'm going to pay off my credit cards. I'm going to save in a fund for my kid's college. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start putting money away every month. I'm going to take my, my significant other on a big vacation. You know, you've got to have some kind of a goal to reach for or there's not going to be a clear path to get there. Okay. So stress-free money just goes through a lot of the common money mistakes that people make. And I give a lot of tips and ideas on basically how to get past those, those obstacles. And a lot of them are mindset obstacles. You know, it's not like, you know, obstacle number, um, obstacle number seven, the last one is called letting feelings get in the way. Mm -hmm. So a lot of, you know, I said, you may be wondering why in a financial book, I've devoted a whole chapter to feelings. The answer is simple. In the real world of financial planning, the greatest strategies and perfect plans can fall apart in five minutes if you let your feelings take over. So when you get caught up in the emotions of making money decisions, you make mistakes. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's like you have to look at things more objectively. So anyways, the, the book really just has a lot of, you know, a lot of tips and ideas for people to do better with money. It's available on Amazon. It's available on Audible. There's an ebook. There's an audio book. Um, I said one way to remove stress about money is knowing that your family will be well taken care of in a crisis. You know, we have to be prepared. You never know when the next pandemic or something's going to come along. Mm-hmm. How do you prepare yourself to be more ready next time? Mm-hmm. Because it will be a next time. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, the, the, the book stress, the, the title is so perfect, stress-free money. I mean, people can be, before they open the book or read anything about it, they can think, oh, easy way to make money. I think yeah. that's what some people will think. But in, in light of it all, is is how can you be financially okay without stressing yourself to death because Correct. making money by itself is, is very stressful if you're working so hard and trying to get things done the way you're supposed to be done. I, I, want, I want to tell a little bit of that most people probably know this about me. I was, I mean, I lost my house back in 2007, you know, when the meltdown happened mm-hmm. and I rented, I rented a room in a house. I'm like, well, I'm just going to be out here for like a couple months, get my head together and go back out there and make it happen. I was in that little room for three and a half years. Wow. Stressed out, thought my life was over, couldn't think my way out of it. So I, I know what it, what it means when somebody's caught up in a cycle where they can't get out of that feeling or that thought process. What, what would be your advice with somebody who they're capable, they know they're making the wrong decisions, but how do they get out of that cycle? How can they find help? 
you have to have, you have to have some intervention, I believe. And, and even if it's listening to motivational talks and podcasts, at least that's something you need to basically get ideas and advice outside from your own head because your own head got you where you are. It, it might not be what's going to get you out of where you are, where you're stuck. And so whether it's podcasts or YouTube videos or talking with a financial advisor, it's you got to reach outside of yourself to really get someone that can say, Hey, you know what? I see your situation differently. And here's how I think you can get out of the, the rut that you're in right now. Does that make sense? Yes. It makes absolute sense because that's absolutely what I did. And I was lucky that because, but I know people who I've known in the past who are still in the road 10 years later. And, right. and the best they can do is blame the system for their demise. Right. But, right. But, but what you're saying, and I agree hundred percent is we are in a country where there's absolute opportunities for a lot of people. Yes. You can, you can sit and blame the situation and, 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 and what's happening, or you can decide and get help and do better. Like, like we're doing right now. Right. Absolutely. What? I think I, I think the, the problem is, you know, it's, it's just what we're trying to do today is just present the, the positivity and we're, we're showing people the other side of the coin after you you keep faith and you believe because believing is a it's a whole different. I, I talk to a well, I'm a teacher, so I talk to kids and, and they think, oh, believe means, oh, you just believe on a certain day. No, believing is every day that the, the, yeah. the best of the best will happen to you as long as you give it your all. And, and even if you reach for 10 and you only hit six, you still hit the six instead of the one. So yeah. this is what we try to encourage to our listeners. Um, and I've seen Andrew grow uh, to where he has a successful company. I've watched you, Mr. Willerson, and what you do uh, is, is beautiful. Uh, I, I, I think you have an energy that people need to hear. I think you have an energy that, you know, that, that that's why, you know, you, you've been chosen to flourish. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the po podcast, if you don't mind. And I know there's a, a new book coming out. So I, want, is, to, yeah. I, I want people to know where they can hear these motivational, you know, influences at, uh, if you don't mind talking about your podcast and letting us yeah, know. Where so, that so Trey, actually, I'm just a podcast guest. So oh, I, don't really, okay. I don't run a podcast, but we need to get but, you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have uh, on our website on pacificcapital.com, you can actually click and listen to, I don't know, there's at least 40 podcast interviews that I think we've, okay. we've loaded up on that website. Eventually, we'll have this episode on there as well. But um, I'd say LinkedIn, okay. the weekly, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter that I send once or twice a week. That's free. You can sign up on pacificcapital.com. It's free. There's literally no obligation, nothing. And uh, I just send out positive messages and, and tips and advice to, uh, to our subscribers there. Um, and the next book is coming out September 2021. It's called Smart Not Spoiled. And it's the seven money skills your kids must master before leaving the nest. Mm. And so it's about teaching kids because what I really want to do, it, I believe money, I believe your money mindset starts when you're young. And it's what you observe around your family and your parents and, and your teachers and guardians and everyone else. And, and I believe that we can make a major shift in the next generation, but we need the help. You know, we need the tools to, to know what to teach kids. And so I'm, I'm sharing this book 
basically as, as a resource guide for, for people to say, here's how I can help young people learn how to be smart with money so that when they're older, they're, they've got an advantage that we didn't have. That's, that's the goal there. That's, that's, that's brilliant because nowadays they are, they are interesting in, in introducing new classes to these high school kids and middle kid, school kids about financial literacy. So yes. That, yes. It, promoting financial literacy across the whole country for young people. So it's, de it's definitely needed because like I tell the kids, I'm not telling you college is for everybody, but yeah. you have to figure out what you're going to do in life sooner than later. So right. that's what right. we're all about here. Andrew, anything you want to say before we get out of well, here? I'm, I'm just super grateful for the opportunity that you're giving us to share, you know, I mean, you know, your knowledge. Um, everybody should go to pacificcapital.com. Pacificcapital.com. There's a wealth of information. If you're just starting out, I mean, there's a lot of parents who listen to our shows and they're thinking, how am I going to work my college education for my kids? Go to pacificcapital.com. You can set up a college fund. You know, whether it's $100 a month or $50 a month, set up something because we you have to start small and yeah. not face that monumental mountain when it's time to make a decision, right? Yes. Yep. To just start small. Like wherever you are, start from where you are and start making progress. And I think that's what fuels growth and happiness is when you can actually see your progress. Mm -hmm. So what I say to people is, look, pick a goal, pick a destination, pick something you really, really want for yourself, for your future, for your family, and start just making progress towards that goal. And once you see the progress, it's going to give you more momentum for, for more progress and more growth. Mr. Wilson, I, I appreciate you coming on the show. I, wanna, I do want to tell you one, my, my word of advice for 40 shows as a guest is a, is a podcast. So <laughs> no, I've been a guest on probably 70 or 80 in the last that's, that's all you got to do. All you got to do is just post those on your, that that's called yeah. a podcast. So there you go. We want, look, we want to tell you, we thank you. We definitely want to so have much. you back somewhere in the future, you know, to keep blessing our guests, keep us updated with your son and his new jobs that he's going to have. Thank uh, you. It's our pleasure. This is what we bring on a time hoodie show. We'll have uh, Mr. Willerson's uh, 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 information up. Uh, on our YouTube channel and uh, KDA listeners, we appreciate you. See you guys each and every Sunday, 637 so a.m. next week. Thank you so much, sir. Hey, do you have valuable information that can help your community? Okay. And you'd like to be a guest? Uh, Hit us on our social media. Do it now. The Tie-In Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com.